Good morning, good morning, and wishing you a super Friday ahead. Welcome to today's episode of Morning Wealth. We'll talk about three things: oil down, tech down, rates up, mixed U.S. economic data, Bank of England on hold, BOJ today. U.S. stocks fell Thursday as shares of technology companies and other high-growth stocks succumbed to another sell-off in the government bond market. Investors appeared to be taking a closer look at the comments and projections made a day earlier by the Federal Reserve and its chair Jerome Powell. Besides reiterating the central bank's commitment to supporting financial markets until the economy fully recovers, something investors cheered on Wednesday. The Fed also increased its medium projections for growth and inflation based on the latest round of stimulus doled out by Congress. That led investors on Thursday to reevaluate the broader implications that level of expansion will have on pockets of the market. Analysts and money managers said, sparking another round of selling on the government bonds. The ten-year yield, a key benchmark for lending costs, breached one point seven for the first time since January twenty twenty. Shares of big tech companies were among the stocks that faced the greatest pressure. Apple, Amazon, Netflix fell at least three percent. Tesla was down six point nine percent. That pulled the Nasdaq Composite down more than three percent, knocked the S and P five hundred off by about one point five percent after clinching a fresh record the day before. Oil prices fell for the fifth consecutive session, with WTI crude plunging more than seven percent to sixty dollars a barrel, posting its worst one-day percentage drop since September amid a stronger dollar and a gloomy demand outlook for Europe due to slow vaccination campaign. Several large European economies have halted the use of AstraZeneca's coronavirus vaccine following reports of blood clots. On top of that. International Energy Agency said that demand is unlikely to return to pre-pandemic levels until 2023. Elsewhere, the EIA weekly report showed U.S. crude inventories rose 2.4 million barrels last week, a fourth straight uh, week of increase. So that didn't help the Dow as well. The Dow Jones was uh, it, it was higher, but gave up an earlier gain to close down by 0.5 percent. Investors also had to contend with Mixed economic data suggesting that the recovery remains uneven. The number of Americans applying for first-time unemployment benefits rose to about 770 in the week ended March 13th, uh, from about 725 in the week prior. While the filings for jobless claims have uh, fallen off from the peak last year, but they still remain historically at very high levels. Meanwhile, a manufacturing index from the Philadelphia Federal Reserve hit the highest level in more than four decades, suggesting activity continues to expand. From a sector perspective, financial stocks in the S&P 500 rose 0.6 percent as investors priced in the likelihood that banks could earn more on the loans they issue, making the sector the index's sole riser for the day. Other sectors like the tech nearly slumped three percent. Communications and consumer discretionary was also down about two two point six percent. Energy stocks were hit hard as well. The sector retreated four point seven percent after the oil pullback. Central bank action. The Bank of England delivered a slightly more upbeat assessment of the UK economy, sidestepping an opportunity to cool a surge in market interest rates. The central bank's monetary policy committee left the pace of its stimulus unchanged, as expected, noting economic output fell less than anticipated in Jan, while governments in the UK and the US both outlined plans of for new spending. 
minutes of the meeting mentioned upside risk seven times up from two in February. The decision indicated that the BOE is tolerating a surge in bond yields around the globe, seeing it as a reflection that the economic mood is improving. The US dollar was higher against all the major currencies on Thursday, raising most of its post-FOMC losses. The Federal Reserve has no plans to raise interest rates until 2023, but the recovery in the dollar and the rise in Treasury yields tell us that investors continue to be drawn to the economy's positive outlook. The Philly Fed measure, the manufacturing index that we spoke about, jumped from 23.3 to 51.8. That's the best reading in 48 years. Month after month, we have seen manufacturing drive the recovery and it won't be long before services follow with the vaccination and the reopening. General sense is the Fed can't keep the dollar down because the vaccine rollout and stimulus checks will make for stronger second quarter and second half recovery. Lastly, the Bank of Japan has monetary policy announcement later today and they are the only central bank that could change interest rate policy this week. Uh, they are widely expected to widen the band that long-term interest rates are allowed to move. Currently, rates are allowed to fluctuate between a 0.2% band of their zero-rate policy, but that could be adjusted to 0.25. They could also eliminate the numerical target for their bond-buying program. Actions like these could make the central bank more conservatively dovish. That's the update. Stay safe and healthy. Have a lovely weekend ahead. Have fun and I'll speak on Monday. <laughs>